What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the North Shore Nine postgame show. Following a Pirates sweep of the Kansas City Royals, I'm Jim. With me is Doug. Doug, what a series. Hey, listen, tonight is a, a blue moon, right? And it's the, the last one, the last full blue moon until 2037. Um, so it you know, it just made sense that the Pirates, because it's about every blue moon that the Pirates go on the road and get a sweep. I will mention that Jim Rosati on these very airways Monday morning during Starbucks predicted a Pirate sweep. Donardo laughed him down. Um, and J Jim called it. And again, you could say, well, it's the Royals and they're terrible. Yes, but it's the Pirates and we're terrible. So <laughs> we, we just don't go around sweeping teams that often. So um, it was a uh, it was good call, Jim. Uh, good on you. Um, uh, yeah, and they played well. They played well. I mean, we we acknowledge the Royals are terrible. I mean, they're terrible. But the Pirates pitched well. They fielded well. They hit well. And a lot of it was the guys that you're looking forward to and counting on next year, right? It, 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 it was Brian Reynolds and Brian Hayes and, you know, hopefully Pagaro and Andre Jackson, I'm, I, I will say that I find Andre Jackson compelling and interesting. Uh, I don't know if I'm quite ready to go intriguing quite yet. I don't know if I'm intrigued, but I am interested. Uh, uh -oh. <laughs> the the intrigue question was uh, was brought up a few times in the Discord, but no, I need I need to use my hype man, Doug. Pirates, pirates, uh, yeah. What a, what a series! No Rosati curse. There's no such thing. No, no such no. thing. No such thing. Yeah, I did call this on Monday. Donardo said, what's going to happen? I said, Pirates were going to sweep. Here we are. Four to one victory. Um, yeah, let's let's kind of get into it. I think, uh, you know, the person we want to talk about first and foremost, uh, Andre Jackson. I, I'm still, it's one of those deals where, um, again, intriguing. I don't really like using that word, but um <laughs> I, mean, I think he has contractually like, obligated. He has looked very, very um, useful, you know, in his short time here with the Pirates. Um, you know, he's he's 27 years old. He's got a track record, um, but you know, he started off those first few games looking really good. Um, his his last few outings have been bad to fine you know but today five and two-thirds innings just gives up the two hits the two walks seven strikeouts he struck out the first five batters of this game doug which hadn't been done before since bruce keeson in 1979 first time world the pirates, series world first, series winning year of 1979 yeah. first time a pirate starter has done that um, he was on the night. And like you mentioned, like the Royals are not a good team, right? They're, they're bad. They're mathematically eliminated from the playoffs and we're not even in September. 
right? That's how bad we're talking. So yeah, you expect that the Pirates should look pretty competent in this season, in this series, but man, he, um, he dominated the Royals lineup, but Bobby Wood Jr. was the only one to get to him with a solo home run. And, you know, he's the, he's really the, the only person in this, this Royals lineup who is any good. Um, but yeah, Jackson did exactly what you, he did more than what you could ask from him tonight. Absolutely. I mean, he's easy to dismiss. He is a waiver claim on a team that has had an endless parade of, of waiver claims that have not been worth the time. Um, I give him a little more uh, credit than that. He was waived by the Dodgers. The Dodgers are a very good team. Dodgers are competing for playoffs and World Series, and they have roster crunches. And, you know, they have better players than us. They have better players in the minors. They have better, you know, and so when they yeah. cut a guy, it's not necessarily us waving Josh Van Meter, right? It's a guy yeah. that, they probably didn't want to necessarily waive, but they had to go with someone with maybe a better track record, a little more experience because they're counting on this person to pitch, you know, in important baseball games down the stretch and then into the playoffs. So you're right. He's a, he's an interesting, interesting guy. Um, that, that change up, you know, it's, it's, tonight it was a very effective pitch and sure. He gave up a solo home run to Bobby Witt jr. Uh, he won't be the last guy to do that. So um, there you go. Anthony says uh, 298 ERA and 24.2 inning pitch. I mean, let's hope, you know, continues on. He's got a great shot at the rotation. It's just about, you know, 23 other guys do. Um, But, you know, he's got the big frame. He looks like I said, he's got a a pretty good out pitch there. Um, I want to see more of him. I, I, I don't want to see him. I don't want to see him in, in the bullpen quite yet, um, especially with what we got going on now. Let him get what maybe four or five more starts. See what. Yeah, happens. you you mentioned a few things, right? Um, one, let's let's kind of go back to the Dodgers, and this is something that I mentioned when when you first kind of uh, when when we first saw him, right? Um, he. He has a track record, right? Like he actually has some pedigree with the Dodgers organization. And yeah, like the Dodgers are a little bit different team because like you mentioned, um, you're not just like the Dodgers have a lot of good players in the organization, right? (laughs) So sometimes they've got to cut ties with guys who, who don't suck. Right. Whereas with the pirates, if the pirates are DFAing somebody, that player sucks, right? The Dodgers, it's a little bit different story. Um, Andre Jackson, he, he was, a he, he was named to a futures game roster, right. As a prospect. So like the guy has pedigree. Um, he's, he's shown, you know, flashes of, of being a really good pitcher throughout his career in the minors, um, in the majors, he really hasn't even been all that bad, right. It's just kind of the Dodgers, like you mentioned, just had that roster crunch, right. Um, you know, you look at his previous, he hasn't had a ton of work in the majors, but outside of his, you know, short, short stint with the Dodgers earlier this year, he's been, he's been pretty good. Um, but yeah, I think you're seeing a guy who has a starter's arsenal, right? So you you mentioned that, that out pitch, the changeup was on tonight, especially early on, um, kind of faltered a little bit down the stretch, but he was getting a bunch of swings and misses with that changeup. Um, he's not afraid to throw it to righties either. Uh, which a lot of right-handed pitchers are. Uh, the fastball, it, you know, it, it it's not overpowering by any means, but he seems so far to have 
pretty decent command of it. Um, that's kind of been his big issue, really his whole career from the minors on up is, you know, the long ball, which you would expect that's probably coming from just like a command issue because the stuff does look pretty decent. Slider didn't generate any swings and misses today, but it was all weak contact. But the changeup, the changeup is what makes him, right, uh, right? That's what makes him interesting. Right. He's able to speed guys up and then slow them yep. back down. And <laughs> right. It, 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 it can be very effective if he uses it uh, appropriately. And it seems like that he did most of the night. He said that he faltered a little toward the end, but, you know, he has not been uh, getting a lot of innings. He's got to build up a little. So, um, you know, again, it, there's, I mean, he did a fine job tonight. And it's like I said, mm -hmm. it, more than we had any right to ask. Uh, I mean, you know, yeah. at the at the beginning of this game, I thought, oh, it looks like it's going to be another bullpen game, right? And you know, and and uh, you know, he went on two thirds, and uh, yeah, the the bullpen the bullpen did not get very taxed in this uh, series. I got tomorrow off, fresh for the juggernaut that is St. Louis. Yeah, and I think. Um... Yeah, the bullpen game is a, is a, is a problem because we've seen this starting rotation. There's basically two of them, right? There's two guys and then three TBAs. Um, and and Jackson, yeah, he 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 went longer. You kind of expected. I didn't really know what to expect tonight if he was going to go, you know, like a traditional starter or if he was just going to give you like two or three innings. But yeah, he, um, yeah, he goes into the sixth again. Can't ask for more out of Andre Jackson than what you got from him today. Yeah. Um, he comes out, rest of the bullpen closes the door again. Like this, this lineup for the Royals is bad. Like, I think we do need to reiterate that this is a right. bad, bad Royals team, but Holderman, and Bednar all come in. Bednar gives up a leadoff triple <laughs> in the ninth, but then, um, doesn't allow him to score. So he, he made things, I think he just wanted to, to make things a little bit more, uh, hard on himself. Yeah. And maybe I think it was just going to be too boring, right? To just have another one, two, three outing. So he gave up the triple, spotted them a man on third, uh, and then still got out of it without giving up a run. It was a great route run by uh, G1 Bay there. <laughs> yeah, G1 Bay, late defensive replacement. Um, I don't know if anyone would have actually gotten to that ball. No, I'm not sure, but yeah, <laughs> he wasn't going to the, <laughs> the way he no, was. Going if he sure. plays it correctly, it's probably a double, but. Right. Uh, but Bednar's first game in five days, he hadn't pitched prior to this in the series, so it was nice to get him some work, got him his 29th save of the season. Um, any thoughts on Bednar, Holderman, Hatch, any of those guys? I mean, they. I mean, this bullpen certainly has the potential to be above average, right? There's there's some arms out there, and, and there's there's some talent. Um they sure do like to make things a little interesting, but I mean, mm -hmm. Holderman's got 23 saves now, right? I mean, that, no, I'm sorry, holds. Holderman's holds, got 23 yeah. holds. Uh, uh, Bednar's got 29 saves. Um, you know, that's a that's a pretty good back end, right? I mean, again, it, it gets a little nerve wracking, and yeah, Bednar's not quite as dominant in the second half as in the first half. I, I wish he would take his conditioning a little more seriously, um, but hey. I mean, he's he's lights out. I mean, you you definitely definitely yeah. feel like the game is over when he comes in, and and are shocked when you know it doesn't go that way. So yeah, um, 
yeah, I think there's a lot of teams out there that would take Holderman, Bednar as like their eighth, ninth guys. Right. Um, and then the teams, Pirates, and the, yeah, and the Pirates got it. So um, it's nice that that was that is one thing that I guess has come out of this season is you know Holderman. He hasn't been completely dominant all year, but he he has turned into somebody that you can rely on for the most right. part. Yeah. Um, let's shift gears. Offensively, the Pirates jumped on uh, Zerpa today, who another bad pitcher they faced from the Kansas City Royals. Uh, Brian Reynolds um, gets things started in the first inning with a solo homer, his twenty uh, his nineteenth nineteenth home run of the year. Um, he also added another hit. Uh, he is up to. He's getting close to that 800 OPS mark. Uh, right. Like 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 one more good game, and he's, yeah. he's pretty much get, there. Yeah. Two hits on Friday, right? <laughs> he could yeah. be there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's nice to see. I you know, a month ago I didn't think he was going to get to 20 home runs. You know, I didn't think he stood a chance. And now it's like, wow, you know, 25s in play. <laughs> you know, so um, I'd like to yeah. have him play at this level all year long. Obviously. But feel much better going into the offseason with the with what he's doing now. Um, yeah, I mean he's he's our guy. He, he's our man right now, and uh, um, he looks great. He looks terrific. So yeah, um, definitely definitely looking good since you know the All Star break. Uh, need him to finish strong. Like I said, you kind of want him to to finish this year off like the Brian Reynolds we we know and love. That way you have a pretty good idea and a pretty good um you know you you, you want to feel good about Brian Reynolds going into 2024. Right. Uh, so right now he's certainly doing that over the last month or so. Uh so just needs to keep that up here uh before the before the end of the season. Um what else? Uh Piguero doubled, then back to back doubles by Piguero and Capra um in the second inning. Um, Swinski getting in on the action too with an RBI single in the second. Right. Pirates added on two more runs in that second inning. It almost looked like this game was going to be a laugher. You know, it was like right. three nothing in the second. Zerpa looked terrible. Um, he did settle in eventually after that, uh, and the Pirates didn't score again until the seventh when Jack Swinski <laughs> he, he busts out of that choking slump, up, choking right? up. Yeah. Busts out of the slump, he crushes a ball. His twenty second homer of the year. Doug, are we? Uh, did we witness the beginning of a Jack Swinski hot streak tonight? I, you have to think so, right? I mean, don't 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 you think he's going to go into St. Louis and, and and leave with twenty seven home runs? Right? I mean, yeah, it's. Right. I mean, that's that's been the pattern, mm-hmm. um, and, and it, the, the hot streak might only last through the weekend, and then you know he's got two hits in him the rest of the season, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, Look, I'll take it. Get us another. Get us another sweep. Let us have a six-game win streak to finish the month of August. Um, I mean, you know, we've got to take our improvements where we can. I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say about Jack Sawinski. I don't know what to think. You know, the, the my only hope is is that you know again he improved from last year. This year, uh, hopefully, we know he'll put in the work. Um, I mean, the Pirates certainly, I can't imagine they're going to give up on him in any way. I mean, next year, center field is Sawinski and Bay. I, I don't think they're going to do anything uh, beyond that. Um, I would love them to go get a, just a good defensive center fielder that, you know, could be an average hitter, but I, I don't see it happening. So 
fingers crossed that that this is the start of a hot streak and, and fingers crossed that this is the maybe the start of him just getting back on track. Yeah. Um I think Sawinski, like at this point, at this point, I think you still have to like play the guy every day. Um because the other options just right. there aren't, aren't, any. aren't very appealing. <laughs> like yeah, so so like I'm fine. I'm fine with Sawinski getting every day at bats. I think um, you know where he's at in the lineup. These last like this last like week or so is probably the best spot for him. He's hit seventh today. Absolutely, uh, right. you've kind of seen him in like that seventh eighth slot uh, for the last week, and I think that that's good. Like it's taken some pressure off of him. Hopefully, you know, I so said he he had two hits today. I think he even had. Um, he had a hit yesterday. He had a hit on Monday. So, like, he's on a four-game hitting streak. Um, yeah, like, hopefully this is, like, it's not much, but hopefully it's something. And, yeah, a, a dominant series in St. Louis would would certainly be enjoyable. And yeah. I would welcome that with open yeah, arms. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I tweeted out, like, hey, it's a good a time as any for a, uh, Sawinski hot streak. I'll, I'll, I'll t- you know, yep. there's no bad time for him to yep. go seven for ten with four home runs. Yep. Um, Vinny Capra, it's RBI double. Yeah. His first extra base hit. His first RBI. I think. Yeah. First extra base hit. First RBI. I think those are both correct. Stay for him there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good for him. He's he's got the opportunity, and he. I mean, he hasn't looked like completely terrible you know in his in his very limited opportunity but um i would wish i do wish though that um i'd like i'd rather see triolo get those at bats yeah me too i mean or even gonzalez to be honest with you i mean yep. he's a little hot again i i, I don't think vinnie capra is part of the future um so you know and and i don't know that nick gonzalez or jared triolo is i and, and maybe it's just because they've been with our organization and I'm a little more familiar with them or what have you. But yeah, I, I mean, Triolo to me looks like a really good utility man. Um, and I'd like to see more of him. I, and, and he was playing well enough. You know, he, he's, he does well in the runners and scoring position uh, situations, plays all the positions defensively. Well, yeah, I, I would, I would prefer to see him up in there, but and Capra's here and, if he does what he did tonight a couple of times, you know, good for him. Yep. Um, not a whole lot else offensively. Andrew McCutcheon still looking for Homer number 300. Really, ever since he's got that 299, he's been um, been a little bit of a slump. Uh, he's gotten he's got he's had one hit since August 20 uh, August 23rd. Right, right. They, uh, I mean. Remember, he was at 297 for an awfully long time. He was. And then he got two in, in I think, three or four days to get him yep. to 299. I, I mean, when he was at 297, I'm like, oh, no. Please, he's got to get it this year. <laughs> I didn't want him to get it to tonight because I had initially planned to go to tonight's game and then the first game in the St. Louis series, and that wasn't able to work out. I'm like, oh, if he hits 300 <laughs> at a game that I have fully yeah. intended to go to all year long, I'm going to be bitter. But, uh, yeah, I, I want him to get it. I want him to get it out of the way. You know it's weighing on him a little. Um, I, I think they said, you know, his uh, it would be a milestone that also would put him in a 
like a group of 13 players that had 45 triples, 300, you know, this, you know, 2000 hit all that sort of, but there was a whole collection of things, but you know, it was Willie Mays and, you know, George yeah. Brett. And, uh, I mean, he has been a really, really great player. And I think because his dominance was, I mean, you know, a, a short time and then he didn't have that sort of just, you know, just slightly above average stretch. He kind of just fell off so badly mm -hmm. um, that he's kind of underrated now. He has been a terrific major league player. He's having a wonderful career. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, so I'd like to, you know, let him get some of these milestones, let him pad the stats some um, next season. You know, just getting a bat in a pirate playoff game, <laughs> you know, again, as soon as possible. That would just be just be a great story for him. Yeah, I mean, he's probably the best Pittsburgh Pirate to wear that uniform since uh, Barry Bonds. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, certainly the best one of this century, right? I mean, there's yeah. no, I don't think there's any uh, real competition for that. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, he's been great, and he's, I mean, he just the way he's bonded with the city, it just, you know, I mean, that kind of player fan relationship is is rare, and, mm -hmm. and especially for pirates because we don't keep anybody very long so you know um it's hard to, to to build that and he came in and had such an impact he was part of turning around 21 years of losing yeah um you know did all these great things for us and it's it's great to have him back and he's i mean he's had a much better season than i thought he was going to and it would just be great if he could uh you know get number 300 this weekend what do you think about sean's question there should he make the hall of fame you know, it, it's. I used to not think so. When we first signed him, I didn't think so at all. But when you start looking at some of these numbers, and when you look at, right, I mean, three. I don't think anyone's going to get three thousand hits again, right? Or if I mean, if it, you know, it's, you know, some guy that's at two thousand eight hundred now, right? Right. But I don't think any yeah. uh, of the guys that have been playing, you know, in the past 10, 15 years, like three thousand hits is not a thing anymore. Um, so, you know, he's. Plays another year or two, ends up with 20. I, it's possible. I mean, MVP, he had several, what, two or three top three finishes in the MVP. He's won a gold glove. He's won silver sluggers. He's made all-star teams. He hasn't had playoff success, and, and that hurts. And, again, just that uh, the, the knee injury, I think, it took a lot out. But, you know, I, I wouldn't be mad. But uh, – he, I mean, he's very, very yeah. borderline, right? <laughs> and maybe as we get further away. Yeah, he's definitely borderline. If you look at, if you look at just like center fielders in general, or just you know, let's kind of count him as a as a center fielder for his career. If he makes the Hall of Fame, he'd certainly be one of the um, you know lower tier center fielders to make the Hall of Fame. Um, I mean, he's he's kind of in there with like, you know, the the mold of like Tory Hunter, you know, the, with the difference being that you know McCutcheon did have those like few years of being absolutely dominant, right? right. That's that's where McCutcheon I think has like if you're going to make an argument for Andrew McCutcheon, the argument is there was a four year stretch where Andrew McCutcheon was a top three player in the national league like right, for right. four straight years right so that's yeah. it's i, I think this was great it's yeah. his longevity numbers yeah. that that don't you know because like yeah. i said that was a stretch there where he was as good as anybody 
Yep. I um, think I think that's what's going to hurt him ultimately. Like I don't think he ends up making the Hall of Fame, but he's he's certainly a very good player who Pirates fans will hold near and dear to their hearts forever. Right. Um, you know, I would imagine twenty-two will be a retired number by the Pirates. Yeah, yeah you know, absolutely. He'll, he'll be he'll be like the first like new guy inducted into that Pirates Hall of Fame. Like right. he's yeah, the first from this century for sure, right? Yeah. I mean, well, I don't know. I can see. I guess guys like Jack Wilson and some of the others are, you know, they might make it at some mm-hmm. point. But um, yeah, I mean, he he's the guy, right? For for like you said, since Barry Bonds, I mean, he's he is going to get every pirate accolade, mm-hmm. you know, possible and deservedly so. Um, yeah. And I I just wonder as as we uh, get further away and and you know as we see that like. Nobody's going to win 300 games again. Nobody's going to get 3,000 hits again. That, that then you go back and look at some of these guys a little differently, right? We're still sort of hung up on those those numbers from the past. Yeah. Um, you know, not just the steroid numbers, but like the, the longevity numbers of you know things like 3,000 hits. I mean, Dave Parker's not in the Hall of Fame, and I think he's got 2,700 hits. He's got mm-hmm. over 300 home runs. So. You know, it's hard to make an argument for, you know, and, and he won a World Series. He was also an MVP. He won two batting titles. Um, and, I mean, to me, he should be in. There should be no mm-hmm. doubt he's, he's one of those guys that the writers are punishing, you know. <laughs> you yeah. Know? I mean, um, uh, silly. But, yeah, he, um, you know, and I, I guess, I, you know, McCutcheon's probably a little closer to the Al Oliver case, which Al Oliver has a really good case, too. But, you know, they're – you know, like I said, Kutch is dominant just, for three or four years. If if it was seven, right, it'd be a different case. It's just tough as an outfielder. There's so yeah. many really good outfielders right. that you know. It just it's you sometimes you get lost in the shuffle, like on a national stage. So I think that I think he could eventually get in. You know, like Harold Baines eventually got into the Hall of Fame. If Harold right. Baines can get into the Hall of Fame, Andrew McCutcheon deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. So. Yeah, um, yeah, I, that that's for sure. I don't. I I lived in Chicago when uh, and yeah. saw lots of Harold Bain games and loved him. Thought he was great. I don't think I ever once thought he was as good as Kutch was at his prime. Yeah, or, you, so. know, you know, he was a nice, solid, consistent player. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I never, never thought he was as good as McCutcheon was when McCutcheon was doing his thing there. So yeah. Well, the um, it's a Pirates complete the sweep. So they're they're playing some good ball right now. Um, they are now fifty. I believe they are 61 61 and 73. They're creeping ever so close to that Vegas over under number, which I think was 66 and a half. 66 and a half because Doug has a bet on that that he's hoping to to cash in early next week. You need six (laughs) more wins. I I want that St. Louis sweep. (laughs) And and, yeah, I mean, we, we went into this week saying, you know what? They're they're about to play some bad teams. This is an opportunity to stack some wins uh, because the Pirates, you know, obviously not a good baseball team, but uh, they clearly showed this series that they are better than the Royals. Yeah, so. I mean, that's something, right? <laughs> I mean, I, I've always said the the process to becoming a good team is the first step is that you have to beat bad teams, and we've sort of mostly been doing that this year. Um, we'll, we'll see if, if we can continue that on. And it'd be nice to sort of marry St. Louis this weekend, right? Yeah. I, I mean, there's not much to take out of this season if we could possibly finish ahead of St. Louis. Um, I mean, I don't think I feel any better about the season necessarily, but 
You know, it's it'd be something, right? You know, well, it hasn't happened in 24 years. Right. Pirates haven't finished ahead of the Cardinals since the Freak before. Show. It was like 90 years. So yeah, 97. yeah, 97. Yeah. It was since the Freak Show year. Yeah, why? With our rousing 79 win season. Crazy, <laughs> crazy. Yeah, I mean, it just. I mean, especially Lee, the 13. You know, you win 98 games, and we're still two games back or three games back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they uh, they stay in the central time zone. Uh, off day tomorrow, uh, Friday evening, Mitch Keller on the mound um, following his brilliant performance earlier uh, this, uh, this, this past weekend. Uh, he will be facing Dakota Hudson in game one. And, yeah, I think the Pirates right now are sitting about three games ahead of the Cardinals in the standings, so... Yeah, you you go into St. Louis and you sweep, then you're all of a sudden up by six games on them. Right. Yeah, it's game over basically at that point. Could be great. Yeah, get the sweep. Give me you win. Yeah. Right. I mean, this is this has been a terrible year. There's there's no getting around it. But if we could get to 73 or 74 victories, which is kind of the number everybody was predicting, mm-hmm. we'll have got there in a you know circuitous way. Yeah. Know? But uh, you know, we we got to take our our. I mean, look, we could finish 500 over the last you know 40, 50 games. I, mm-hmm. I mean, that's something, right? I mean, you you know, yeah, you, you, it doesn't. I mean, again, you never know how they're going to react in the off season and what they're going to do. But uh, yeah, I mean, you're seeing, and again, is if as long as it's driven by, you know. Andy Rodriguez and Brian Hayes and Mitch Keller and Oviedo and Brian Reynolds. You know, if if Alfonso Rivas and and Alika Williams are leading us to these victories, it won't be as significant. But if if it's you know if Andre Jackson keeps pitching down you know in his next four starts goes six and seven innings and gives up one run, hmm. right? You're gonna feel a lot better about you know going into the offseason that maybe there's some pieces in place, maybe there's some competition amongst good players for, for starting spots. Um, You know, that's, I mean, it's a lost season. We're, we're, we're we're not going to accomplish much. Let's go into the off season feeling a little better than we did in May and in June and most of July. So. Absolutely. Well, you got anything else to add, Doug? No, it was, it was fun series. The Pirates played well. It was against a terrible team. So I'm, I mean, I'm glad they played well against a terrible team, right? Yeah. So if you're gonna play you know, if you're gonna play a terrible team, you might as well sweep them. So right. that's uh, right. that's what they did. So yeah, yeah thanks guys for uh, thanks for tuning in. Um, Pirates finished the sweep of the Royals, like we mentioned. I do have uh, one other question. Yes, I mean you're you're on a, on fire with your predictions. What is your prediction for the Cardinal series? Two out of three. Two out of three. Two out of three. Yeah. But because Keller's going game one, Oviedo's going to go in game three. Oviedo, obviously revenge game there. He's pitched twice, I think. Yeah. Oviedo going to shove again on Sunday. Yeah. All right. Excellent. All right, guys. Thanks a lot for watching. Um, like I said, we'll be back. Uh, we may have an NS9 live tomorrow. We haven't really talked about it. I'm going to assume that we are, but you'll hear more about that later. Um, I've got now the park stream coming tomorrow as well, but we will no doubt be back Friday uh, for uh, another post game show. So thanks again for tuning in. Right. Yeah. See you guys. Thanks. All right. See you all.
Hey, you all. Thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can, uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you could take the five seconds to like this video and subscribe to the page, it helps out so much more than you know. Thank you, and let's go Bucks.